0: Entering a new year is traditionally an introspective transitional period. Hopeful, but also uncomfortable. We look at the last year and shake our heads at our mistakes or our bad luck. We vow to make a change. We put large expectations on ourselves at the start of a new year, and that pressure can be scary. We could fall down, we could fail, but despite all the fears and self-doubt, Time will go on, and we must go with it. So we make resolutions. But what's going to motivate us to keep those promises to ourselves in these dark, cold days of January, in this difficult political climate, in being tethered to our own humanity? What's going to make us wipe off the dirt and tears of last year and step into 2020? What will be our catalyst? 100 years ago, we were entering the Roaring Twenties, a decade of artistic, social, and economic fervor. There was mystery, there was aesthetic, there were parties. In France, they called it the Année Folle, the crazy years. Right now, in 2020, we're coming out of what feels like a lost decade. Aesthetic was overpowered by tech, culture was overpowered by politics, Humanity was overpowered by the dread of the news cycle. But here we are again, at the mouth of a new decade, wondering what new world will swallow us up. The uncertainty of Y2K and a technological disconnect of the 2010s makes this new year, this January, more urgent, more full of wonder than your average new year. Moving into a new decade reminds us that time presses on and we must strip ourselves of the past, and in return, new things will grow. New trends, new styles, new music, new art, new speak, new ways of being. I often have a hard time removing myself from the past, and it holds me back. But this year I resolved to find my creativity, my inspiration, because I want to be swept up in whatever comes, to find my catalyst, So, I looked to Mars. Mars is the red planet, the planet of action and motivation. In a natal chart, it is our personal warrior, our means of survival. 2019 was a painful year in so many ways for so many of us. Sometimes it takes everything out of us to get through the day. But Mars can kick us into gear. Mars dumps the cold water on our heads, slaps us, and says, Hey, wake up, it's time to go. This month, and for the whole month of January, Mars enters fiery Sagittarius, assuring us that the journey is part of the process. We'll get to where we're going. Mars in Sagittarius reminds us to find what makes life worth living. It asks us to find the joy in the small things, to see the beauty in the coldness of January, in the challenges presented in Capricorn season. It takes us by the hand and says, don't stop. Good things will happen if you let them. This week, I spoke with someone at the forefront of modern trends. Someone who every day interfaces with culture and creativity and then folds it all up into small daily comforts and hands it out to the masses, never missing a beat, never slowing down. This person makes astrology memes. She takes popular images and reaction gifts and overlays them with astrology labels and quips. They make you laugh, but they also make you think. They broaden your understanding of astrology, which broadens your understanding of yourself.
1: My name is Courtney Perkins, and I run the Not All Geminis meme account, which is primarily about astrology memes. I would always read like, the horoscopes at the back of the magazines, like Seventeen magazine, and then like really got into it. Um, when i was in my early 20s about you know like five years ago seven or eight kind of been into it my whole life though
0: not all gemini's has accumulated over half a million followers on instagram and over twenty-nine thousand on twitter if you've seen an astrology meme in your feed chances are you've seen one of hers so i moved
1: to la to pursue screenwriting and my first job was as a production assistant um so i would go on and freelance different jobs for this one company and i had just wrapped up as a pa at the uh porn awards and i had a few weeks off between that and doing a a a different project but it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back the budget wasn't confirmed and so i was just bored out of my mind like at home for three weeks and eventually just started making memes And, uh, once I started, it was just kind of a, like, breaking of a dam. Like, I just had a billion ideas, and so I made a new account. And it kind of just, um, snowballed from there.
0: What do you think makes astrology so popular right now?
1: Um, I think it's, you know, the world doesn't make a ton of sense right now. And people are kind of looking for a form of therapy and spirituality when... The world feels chaotic, and when people feel disconnected from themselves, it feels like something that is spiritual and reflective, but it's not restrictive. Um, It doesn't really ask a lot of you. It's not a major commitment. It's kind of, and everyone has a birthday, so it's not exclusive in any way.
0: There's no barrier for entry. So, when you're making memes, do you experience any particular feeling or inspiration? I think the
1: best occasions are when like something happens to me or like I read a news story or just like a friend like says something that is so like their sign and then I'm just like excited to make a meme about it like it just like the idea comes immediately or when like there's like a really perfect reaction image where it's like the emotion is so clear or it's so funny and then it's like the ideas just start, but also like at this point, I've been doing this for about a year and a half. You know, at a certain point, everything becomes a jog. It's really exciting when I have something that makes me laugh. This is not astrology related, but most recently, like my boyfriend and I watched um, the Irishman, and we were like just making fun of the fact that like all these like Irish or er, not Italian names and like mom sounding names, and so we like made this uh, like Martin Scorsese name generator and that's like really fun like that shit is like super fun to just sit there and be like like marty like frankie like tony you know like that is like just like spiraling like getting to like like just finding the best name spider
0: (laughs) are there any rules you follow when making memes i don't really
1: like to do like images that i've seen like my fellow meme accounts already do and i don't like to just like bullshit like there's always gonna be like when i do astrology memes i like to base it in something i think everyone should be doing something different like i try to you know vary
0: it up how do you see the modern astrology community at large branches of astrology communities different kinds of groups and stuff i think it just
1: depends on how seriously you take it as like a practice and a lifestyle and a study Whatever you're looking for, you can find like you can find people who are devoted to learning about astrology, especially in like the podcast world. You can find people like me who are just like kind of making light of it and joking around. And then you can find like people who are very serious about it and have devoted their lives to it and, you know, do everything.
0: (laughs) Do you think that astrology memes are producing more astrologers?
1: Yeah, I think they are. One of the great things about astrology memes is that it's so not the end, you know, like it, so many people just ask me for book recommendations and, you know, how can I learn more about my Venus sign? Like they want to go deeper than, you know, the standard sun sign astrology meme.
0: What's the first book you recommend to somebody who wants to get into astrology?
1: The first book I ever owned was called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. Um, and I think... It was great. It was a great intro. It kind of familiarizes you um, with like the most basic concepts, but it is like, it's not just like basic sun sign astrology.
0: Most accounts seem to have a bias against one or two signs or a love for select signs. Your account seems to be particularly unbiased in that regard. Is that because you're a Gemini?
1: Like I think I want to go like beyond the stereotype. Like it's, of course, it's fun to just like dogpile and like be a dick. Cause it's, you know, you feel like you're inside on, you're in on the joke, but I think it, yeah, there's just like more, there's so much more to it that it's like kind of fun to just, you know, what is very Gemini about my account is that it is the role of the devil's advocate of being like, <laughs> Hey, also this.
0: Where in your own natal chart do you see the astrological makeup for someone who makes memes?
1: Um, probably my midheaven my, and my sun sign. My midheaven is in, uh, Gemini. And because my rising is Virgo, which is also pretty pretty memey. Virgo rising kind of I think maybe explains more of my writing and like because I I write a lot of articles. But um, meme making is uh, I would maybe attribute to the fact that my tenth house, the midheaven, uh, is Gemini, which kind of indicates a career placement that might be communicative and maybe related to humor um it's a good placement for like a journalist or a writer or yeah like a comedian and so i think all of those things really like work well as like for me as a meme maker it's like very perfect because it's like gemini is also very changeable and gets bored easily but i can put out a meme in a day and then never think about it again like i don't have to do like these long-term projects that sort of i get bored of um so it kind of suits me on that <laughs> um and then you know same is kind of applicable to gemini son Gemini's very communicative and wants to make friends even though they're like kind of all over the world <laughs> um is your want- son on the
0: midheaven or in the 10th house or is it neighboring
1: my son is actually in the ninth house but um sort of yeah same thing this is not same thing but ninth and tenth is sort of where all my gemini placements are
0: yeah and like ninth house gemini sun with gemini on the midheaven is like still it's like such a my gemini
1: mercury is in the tenth house and i think that's yeah
0: also helpful oh gemini mercury in the tenth house as well yeah you're totally primed for this kind of shit (laughs) i think yeah i think it is like it shows up in my chart which is cool Sometimes I have a hard time with astro memes because I feel like the nuance can be lost in translation and viewers rarely dig deeper to understand why signs have certain associations and what the meme really means. How do you view astro memes' place in the astrology community? I think it's the
1: intro and it's also like, it is totally exaggerated for the sake of humor. Like if an astrology meme isn't funny, it's kind of pointless. I think something that is helpful is to think about the subject matter of the meme and then think about what that placement actually should be that you're thinking about. Like if it's a meme specifically about like anger or something you dislike or, you know, like sex that maybe you should be looking at your Mars sign to like evaluate whether or not this applies to you. Because if your Mars sign is like a very different energy than your sun sign, then yeah, you may not
0: relate with like your sun sign's meme. Do you feel like most memers have a deep understanding of astrology?
1: It really depends. and that's kind of where I think the like astrology meme criticism is valid and is real. I try not to get in fights on the internet with teenagers, but uh, what can I say?, uh, it happens. And something that always frustrates me is like this is this is the double-edged sword to like memes being the intro. Is that there are, of course, people who think that, like, it's the end of what you have to learn. It's, like, that's, those are, like, the 16-year-old memers, (laughs) which are frustrating because sometimes you'll just, oh, you'll see, like, just super, like, young people will make memes and you're like, I can't stress how inaccurate this is. Just because it's, like, applies to you. Like, maybe it applies to a different placement for you, you know, like. Uh, I don't know that that can be very frustrating but I'm eh, just going to focus on your own shit. I think it's worth it to investigate who's making your memes. Like and you can tell like nemers who are also astrologers like that makes a huge difference. People who write about like tracking, you know, the changes in the sky. Like those are going to be people who make good memes. That's like Jake's astrology, right? It's like all of the um like horoscopes and a lot many of the like explainer articles for Cosmopolitan. He makes amazing memes. They're super funny. They're and they're also informed. And that's like awesome. Same with like Eliza Kelly. She is she makes great memes.
0: Where do you see astrology going in the next decade?
1: I don't know. Um, you know, it's it's been around for centuries. It'll probably stay around. Um I don't know if it'll stay in this meme format. I honestly am kind of expecting the bubble and burst at some point
0: what excites you most about astrology
1: probably getting closer to people like i i like the way it opens doors to talk about the things that really matter to people because you can tell immediately like with what the questions they ask about it the things that they really want to be talking about and want to bring up come out pretty quickly when you are explaining their chart to them or when they're asking about like what's going on like what you know why, What planet is, like, fucking up my life right now? Like, really what they want to talk about is, like, my life is fucked up right now. (laughs) And, uh, I I mean, I don't know. I love that. Like, I love
0: that it is a segue to, like, interpersonal connection. (laughs) You're a screenwriter, astrologer, comedian. Though the success of Not All Geminis wasn't necessarily planned, you're ambitious. What words can you share with listeners about Mars, motivation, and finding your catalyst?
1: I think paying attention to your Mars sign will help you zero in on some of your passions, help hone in on the way you should approach your goals. Sometimes it's good to embrace even like the flaws of your Mars sign. Right now Mars is in Sagittarius, which is like very just like bold and risk-taking and adventurous. And I think that's great for January, you know, for the beginning of the year, that's an amazing position to be in. It's like in a zone of wanting to climb the mountain. Put yourself out there. Say things unapologetically. Kind of just letting go of, you know, things that don't help us in our lives.
0: I want to break down a specific Mars for you. In the chart of someone who seems to have found his catalyst, propelling him into a whole new world, fittingly in the heart of Capricorn season, where he's seeing the fruits of his Mars labor. I'm talking about Adam Sandler, who has entered what seems to be a remarkable new level in his career as the lead in Uncut Gems. I won't give you any spoilers or talk about the movie at all. Suffice to say that we see a side of him that proves to us that he's a dynamic actor, one with depth in his work. We don't know the exact time of his birth, so we can't pinpoint the houses his planets are in, but we know his Mars is in Leo, a placement with significant driving force that shows someone with intuition, warmth, charisma, a sense of purpose, and moreover, a will, a flame that does not go out, We know that his Mars is his only planet in a fire sign, meaning that fire, as an element, is magnified and ever-present in him. It is also unaspected, again making Mars a radiant maverick in his chart. He is a person who won't ever stop, despite criticism, despite changing trends. He has a built-in drive, an auto-catalyst, and for it, he's probably a lot less surprised than some of us may be to see his return to the forefront. Capricorn season is happening now and lasts until January 20th. The sign of Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, a planet that sets boundaries and pushes us to acknowledge our fears and shortcomings. In the timeline of a year, we find it opposite the warm, bright summer. Capricorn season is cold, isolating, contemplative. It creates a kind of dissonance, where we feel deflated, tired, maybe discouraged yet somehow motivated to start anew. This season is about laboring to find your place in the world, in the rhythms of life. And the real pain in this journey is the journey itself. Because before you've reached the end, before you feel you've achieved, it's so easy along the way to feel like you don't have a place or like you're not special enough to be a part of the world. So the work never ends and doesn't often leave space for much else. Closing us off. Hibernating. This song, Wolf, by the band Big Thief, hits some kind of Capricornian register, captures the freezing cold, captures the desire to be loved, even through our faults that feel ever-present. I seem to follow through on everything you yearned for, steps so fair, so much certainty. Now as far as we can see, the water's getting deeper. My safekeeper, the wolf is howling for me. Thank you to Courtney Perkins of Not All Geminis for sitting down with me. You can find her work at Not All Geminis on Instagram and Twitter. You can find a beautiful piece on Big Thief with front person Adrienne Lanker, interviewed by Lucy Dacus, in the latest print and digital issue of Hooligan Magazine, issue number 30. For more of their music, visit their website at bigthief.net. Thank you all for joining me for the first revamped episode of Astroblast. For more content, you can follow along at astroblasting.com or on social media at at @astroblasting on Twitter and Instagram. Beginning this year, you can also find my astrology contributions for Hooligan Magazine online at hooliganmagazine.com, including a piece that accompanies this episode about astrology memes. If you've joined the Astroblast Patreon, you now have access to the Mars worksheet, which consists of some prompts to get you thinking about your Mars and how it can serve you. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash astroblasting. Somewhere in your life, underneath a rock, or buried in the back of your closet, is your firebrand doppelganger, your growing flame in the night, your catalyst, It may be elusive, hiding from you. But if all else fails, explore the dark.